Entrepreneur on Fire 439. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. Wait a second. Did you hear that? Sounds like amazing audio. It's got to be audiobooks.com. And guess what? You can get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. LegalZoom wants to help you start your business right. Visit LegalZoom.com where you'll find award-winning services developed by some of the best legal minds in the country. And don't forget to enter fire in the referral box at checkout. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Elaine Heaney. Elaine, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Yes. Elaine is the number one best-selling author of The App Escape Plan and App Marketing. She is the CEO of Chocolate Lab Apps iPhone Developer Blog with over 180 apps published and 3 million downloads. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Elaine, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. I'm sure. So, um... I'm from Ireland and um, I guess I, you know, I kind of started like everybody else did school and college and, you know, started to work for, for a company in town. But I always had this idea that I'd love to have my own business just purely because I could, you know, I could take holidays whenever I wanted and I could go traveling and I could be my own boss really for all the, you know, the kind of, <laughs> the really kind of positive things right. that you have this kind of dream about, you know, but um, yeah, it kind of took me... Um, a few years of trying different things and eventually I, I kind of stumbled over the whole app thing and just purely by accident actually it was a friend in work who kind of showed it to me and then eventually I, I knew there was an opportunity there when the time came I decided just to go crazy quit my job and see if I could actually make it work so that was that was about a year and a half ago so it's been very interesting since then. <laughs> well, believe it or not, when most entrepreneurs say go crazy and quit my job, good things result. So the yeah. case was very similar for yours. So that's not always a bad thing, going crazy and quitting your job. It's actually exactly what I did when I started Entrepreneur on Fire. Ah, you see. <laughs> <laughs> and Elaine, what I really want to focus on now is your success quote, because we really want to kind of get inside your mind and see what makes you tick. And also get that motivational ball rolling for Fire Nation. So take it away. I guess the quote that, that I wanted to share today is that, um, I don't know if it's quite a quote, but it's something that really drove me when I was starting off at the beginning. So um, it's not rocket science. So basically what happened with me was I was working in a corporate job in the city and you know that wasn't the way I wanted to spend all of my life. I'm very kind of country and outdoorsy and you know I wanted to live somewhere where I could wake up and see fields in the morning and all that kind of stuff but that was never going to happen with my with my corporate job so um yeah just kind of by accident a friend of mine who was a programmer just walked over to my desk one day and he had this app kind of book thing that he had made and he said listen Elaine I know you've written a book um could I have the word doc I want to put it as content in this little app I made and we'll put it up to the store so he put it up in the store and then my name was in the app store and I had to download the app store I hadn't seen it before <laughs> and uh, I was just like oh my god that's crazy you know so about I think it was two months later 
it was Christmas time and I, I went home and in Ireland, I think the holidays are better than the ones that we get more <laughs> than they get in the, or then you get in the States. So I actually had a full week off at like about seven or 10 days or something. So um, I just, I had this app idea in my head. I just thought it could be really interesting. I was a bit fascinated by the whole thing, but I had no idea how to make an app. Now I'm not a programmer. I mean, I ride horses. I did music in college. You know, there's there's not a lot of techie background there for me at all, you know. So, um, but it was just something that kind of fascinated me. So I just sat down. It was Christmas Eve. I just got home, I think, the previous day or something. Opened up my computer and said, listen, this can't be rocket science. There has to be some way that if I fire up Google and just go searching some way that somebody like me who doesn't have a clue about what they're doing can make a mobile app. So... That's that's kind of what started me at the beginning. I had no idea, obviously, if it was going to work or not. So um, it was actually seven days later. I pretty much worked all over Christmas, bar I think Christmas dinner. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was New Year's Eve. Um, it was literally like 10 to midnight or five minutes to midnight. And my first app went live on the, the Android store. Um, so that was, yeah, that <laughs> was quite exciting. You know, everybody else was getting drunk and having tons of fun. And I was here just completely over the moon that I was, uh, I'd published my first app. Oh, and 180 apps later and over 3 million downloads. Here we sit today on Entrepreneur on Fire talking to Fire Nation about your journey, Elaine. I really want Fire Nation to take a step back. Those that are listening right now, they're driving to work, they're jogging, they're folding laundry, whatever you're doing out there, Fire Nation. Here's Elaine. She admittedly knew nothing about apps. She didn't even know a ton about the online world in general. I mean, she was just somebody that saw an opportunity and she's like, you know what? I am going to take action. I'm going to take tenacious action and I'm going to go at it and go at it and see what happens. And again, here we go. The results speak for themselves. So there is no reason why anybody out there with an idea, with a passion, with a desire not to take action and just see what happens. I mean, what's the worst thing that could have happened to you, Elaine, if that fell on his face? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I did lots of stuff before that. I mean, I was always tinkering. You know, I kind of have a job and then eventually I get fed up and, and, you know, I just quit and go riding horses in Australia (laughs) for a few months with the money I saved. Then I come back and get a job again. But every time when I was working, like my evenings and my weekends, I'd always some crazy scheme I cooked up that I was trying to see would it work. I was making a website. I was, you know, writing a book. I was doing a kid's CD-ROM, you know, just small things. They never cost me a lot of money to do because I was kind of I'd kind of teach myself how to do it and try and figure them out you know but there were always things that I didn't know if they're going to work and to be honest most of them didn't but it it was kind of funny because like my friends would they kind of you know I think I amused them (laughs) to be honest but they're always like listen like they could see me just you know one thing wouldn't work I'd try another thing then I try another thing and they were always kind of there going, Elaine, you know, you're going to make it. I was like, really? But none of this stuff is working. They're like, seriously, Elaine, you don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's being stubborn is really half the battle, you know. And what was the worst thing that happened with all those things that didn't work out? Nothing. Exactly. So listen, Fire Nation, <laughs> don't give up. Don't worry about the worst case scenario that stops so many people from starting because they envision and they make up these worst case scenarios of what happens if you fail. Well, guess what? If you fail, you take the lessons learned and you move on to the next failure and then the next failure until, like Elaine, you stumble upon a success. So, Elaine, Mm -hmm. let's now focus on your journey because you're currently sitting on, again, over 180 published apps, over 3 million downloads. You're definitely seeing a lot of 
success at this point in your entrepreneurial journey, but it's not always success after success. There are failures that abound in our journey as entrepreneurs. And we really want you to tell us a story of a time that you failed at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. Like really take us there, Elaine, down to the ground level and share with us that story of that failure. And most importantly, the lessons you learned from it. So that Christmas I had, I'd made my first little app and it was, it was really basic. I did it myself. Um, so it didn't cost me anything. And it was actually based on horse content because I'd written some horse stuff. So it was literally copy and paste, put it into an app. So I did that for probably a couple of months. And that proved to me that the model worked because they started earning money. But then I, I ran out of the content and I got busy in work. So it kind of, you know, apps took a backseat. So yeah, I guess where things got a little tricky was then, a couple of months later, work had kind of got quiet, my official work. So I decided that I was going to quit. It was coming into the summer and I just, I wanted to give apps a proper shot, you know, because just I'd regretted if I stayed in work and looked back a year later and, and wondered, oh, well, if I'd tried it, what would have happened, you know? So, so yeah, I told my boss that I was going to quit and she was like, oh my God, he's serious. You can't do that. You know, we need you here. And I was like, no, seriously, I'm just, I need to try this, you know? So so I quit my job. And again, I had I no idea even like what apps to make. I, I didn't really know anything about hiring contractors. Um, I was I was pretty much lost. I didn't know anything about marketing, monetization, business. And even at that stage, I didn't realize how much I didn't know. I was just I wanted to give it a shot. I was positive. You know, I, I thought if it, you know, three months, if it didn't work out, I'd get a job somewhere else. Sometimes when you don't know how much you don't know, that's a good thing. <laughs> It is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I quit my job and my first uh, three apps that I made after that, I hired a couple of developers. I think one was in the UK, one was in India, one was I think maybe Pakistan or something. And I, I just came up with three random ideas. I don't even know where I got the ideas, just kind of like s- small little kind of entertainment apps, you know. So I spent $2,000 out of my savings, which was a huge amount of money, you know. And um, spent that, got the three apps made. Eventually, they were, to be honest, it was kind of the whole thing was quite difficult. So one of the apps was so bad that Apple refused to publish it, point blank. (laughs) Uh, The the other apps got into the store, but um, they were just terrible. They were earning no money. One was so embarrassing, I took it down. And I think in total, after spending $2,000, now right after quitting my job and being all gung-ho and everything, I earned about $10. So Elaine, where did you initially go for those first programmers? Where did you find them? I think it was peopleperhour.com. But I, I didn't, like, I didn't know what really, how to evaluate if a programmer was good or not before I hired them. So I just, if they said they were good, I kind of went, okay, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I made bad decisions at that stage. Bad decisions, but lessons were learned. And speaking of those lessons, Elaine, just boil it down for Fire Nation into one clear takeaway that you learned from that experience that we can walk away with. So the clear takeaway that I learned from that is, number one, I can, I can hire people, I can get apps in the store, but my big issue, which I realized from, from those three apps absolutely bombing, is that I was not, I didn't know how to choose what type of apps to make that would actually make money. I wasn't making the right decisions about the app, so, and I, I had no idea how to do it, So, but at least I identified my biggest problem. Perfect. So, Elaine, now's the time I want to go to the other end of the spectrum. You shared a failure, $2,000 for three pretty crappy apps. 
Let's now yeah. talk about an aha moment, a light bulb that went off at some point during this journey that you said, aha, this might work. Now let's go. What was that moment, Elaine? Take us there with you. Tell us that story and the steps that you took to turn it into a success. After those three apps did really badly at the start, I realized that I needed to um, to actually learn about the app store and about marketing and about how to figure out what would work and what wouldn't before you actually made it. So pretty much I went on to Amazon and I like bought every single book that you could even find on Amazon to do with apps. I was Googling everything. I was reading all of these blogs of these successful app people. Um, trying to like do online courses and everything. So just trying to get my knowledge up about what the market was like and what the business was like, which I really didn't know anything about. So about, I think it was, it was actually September time. So it was about three to four months after the first three apps did really badly. And I eventually got a palm reading app into the store. So this I'd spent, obviously, again, because <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I spent too much money on it. But it did go live in the store in about August. And, you know, there was a little bit of money coming back in. And I was going, well, OK, it's not, you know, huge, but, you know, maybe it'll, you know, continue on. And there was no big light bulb at that stage. But, you know, it was there was some small possibilities. So, so Elaine, let's drill down a little bit here. How much did that app cost? Oh, that was 2000 for one app, that one. <laughs> okay, and did you also go through the same site for a developer, or had you changed sites by this time? No, I'd got rid of those by then. At least I had the sense to do that, and I was on to another developer at that stage. And how did you find that developer? I'd moved on to odesk.com, which is a really big outsourcing website, and again, they just have a ton of developers on it, so I still wasn't very good at hiring people, to be honest, or knowing which ones were good or not, so I... Yeah, I, I kind of got half lucky. They were good, but they charged too much. But um, the funny thing about that app is in September, um, for I don't even know why, but that app started to go up the charts. And I was kind of waking up every day going, what's happening? And my downloads were increasing. My revenue was increasing. And what was the premise of the app? It was a palm reading app. So basically, you, uh, it takes a picture of your palm, it scans your palm, and then it tells you your, um, your fortune. Right. Ooh, I kind of like that yeah, idea. So, it was very slick. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and continue. So in September, I don't know what happened, but within a couple of days, this app suddenly shot up to, um, to I think it got to number one in the free entertainment apps in the UK and in Australia. So to this day, Elaine, you still really don't know why that went to number one? I don't, but I was very happy and it just, it gave me, I was like, holy crap, maybe I can do this. <laughs> you know, it just gave me that hope that maybe, you know, there's potential there if I, if I kept at it. Take us forward to a really exciting time in your business when you really just hit it big. You obviously now have over 3 million downloads and 180 apps. What was that tipping point? Tell us that story. It's kind of been funny because I know a lot of people, when they think about the app, or app business, they have this one idea for this big app and they're hoping if they do it, then you know that'll be it, they can retire. But really what the business taught me is that initially you, you want to do low risk. So you want to do a number of smaller apps and try and learn what's going on, which is the reason that I kind of was doing so much at the beginning, um, because really you don't put all your money into one app and... Um, and lose it because then obviously that's that's the end of your business you know so that kind of led to me then yeah publishing more apps and every time I publish an app I try and learn like one thing that worked from it and one thing that didn't work because you're always trying to analyze your stats and your numbers and if something does well like that palm reading app like if I could figure out what had actually gone well <laughs> that would have been great then I could have replicated it you know so um yeah the whole time you're trying to do your 
your analysis and try and figure out where the next trend's coming from and the big themes. But um, but yeah, it's been re- it's been really um funny. One thing I didn't expect, which has just completely blown my mind, to be honest, is the community of appreneurs that there, that there are and how much people will actually help you. Because I mean, certainly, I would not be here talking to you today if a lot of people who are actually a lot better than me in the app business hadn't actually spent the time to, uh, you know, to share their knowledge with me and other people um, in the app business. So that really just, it was, yeah, kind of crazy. <laughs> so Elaine, share with Fire Nation right now a couple things that you've learned throughout your journey that don't work in the app business. So what doesn't work? Uh, making, um, deciding to make one app at the beginning, just because it's an idea that you had and there's not an app like it in the store, that's not a good idea. Um, ideally what you actually want is if you do have an idea for an app you should go into the store you should try and find an app that's like yours and then actually check the history and if it's doing really well well maybe there is a demand for that type of app in the store and you can go ahead but if it isn't doing very well it actually proves that there's probably not a lot of demand and you're probably wasting your time so I know people do go into the store and they go oh no there's an app like I wanted to do and I won't do my app then because it's already done but that's kind of um, that's not always the best idea um, and then one other thing I think, which kind of, I found a, kind of a bit unusual, you know, the way there's these days, I mean, social media is everywhere and Facebook and Twitter and all this kind of stuff, but um, that doesn't really work in the app business, which is really strange. And if you want to get downloads in the store, um, really doing things on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and all this kind of stuff doesn't have any big effect or even like having a website for your app and videos and all this kind of thing. Um, really doesn't increase your downloads um, unless it's a very rare case like, which was surprising. That is. So where would you instead be focusing your energy if it's not in social media? I would kind of ignore <laughs> social media and I'm sure I'm going to be lynched um, for that. But yeah, I mean, in terms of downloads in the store, it really is um, a lot to do with ASO, which is App Store Optimization. It's kind of the app equivalent of SEO. So um, it really is learning about that, about keywords, categories, um, you know, icons, screenshots, theme choices, all that kind of stuff. That's what really drives your downloads more so than doing anything outside of the store. So Elaine, you said that for every app that you do, you find one thing that doesn't work and one thing that does at a minimum. You try to move forward with that knowledge. You share with us a couple things that don't work. Can you share with us a couple things that you found throughout your app journey that do work and why? Sometimes you don't even know why, but even you know, in terms of, say, A-B testing the price that your in-app purchases are going to be. So if you have maybe two games that are quite similar and the in-app purchases are set up the same way, so that's when you're in the app and you can buy some extra content, like an extra level or, you know, a new car or something. Um, So you can set the pricing of these to be anything that you want. So they could be, you know, for a small item, it could be $2 or maybe you get like four items for $5. So like testing the pricing on that um, can be definitely interesting if you set them differently in two different apps and then compare. Um, Let me see what else. And then other things like choosing different themes um, to work from, like are you going to do a bike racing game or a car racing game or a pony racing game? Again, it's hard to kind of judge before you do these, how they're going to go. And then when you actually put them in the store and maybe your car racing game does really well and there's nobody buying your pony racing game, but then maybe that's actually because it's in the incorrect category that you have it in racing rather than in kids or something. So there's a lot of kind of variables. Sometimes um, it can be hard to figure out, you know, and uh, keywords are huge as well. So um, keywords, they're, they're kind of like, it's a little bit like a black art because you can't really track how individual keywords do because Apple and Google have you know, that knowledge, but they don't share it. 
So um, it's kind of like guessing. So you can release an app with certain keywords. And once it settles, kind of see how see how it goes. And then you can update your keywords and see if this has any impact on the rankings and kind of try and test that way as well. So Elaine, bring things to present times now because you have a lot of cool things going on. I mean, we keep coming back to the number of 180 apps because that's just a huge number. But you're also the CEO of Chocolate Lab Apps iPhone Developer Blog. So you do have just a lot of different things going on. So share with us right now a couple things that are just really exciting you today. It's actually a part of the business that I love or that I absolutely love doing, but I, I couldn't have predicted it when I was at the start just making apps. So I started the blog about probably about maybe 10 months ago, and um, it was just to document what I was doing. And, you know, so I'd remember, you know, half the time and what worked and what did, didn't work. And maybe if I was doing something technical on one of the ad websites, I just take screenshots and just write down the steps I did and, and how it worked out. So that kind of started and then from from helping other people um kind of sharing what i knew in terms of the technical stuff i started making videos which then kind of morphed into um mobile app courses that um that i now have as well and actually what uh, when i'm just after ju- <laughs> just after jumping off from when i when i got on this uh, this uh, chat with you uh, we're just about to launch our new online app university and a new radio show so um, that's all pretty interesting. Very exciting. Now, is this a radio radio show or a podcast? Well, it's kind of a podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm calling it a radio show. I think that sounds cooler. <laughs> <laughs> well, I completely disagree with you, but we can definitely agree to disagree on how cool or uncool the word radio is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, old, I'm old school. I'm old fashioned in Ireland. So. <laughs> oh, I love it, Elaine. So we're going to take a minute and thank our sponsors. Are you one of those daredevils who's always standing right at the edge, ready to jump? There are certain things in life that will reward you for that, like being an entrepreneur. You have to be willing to take risks to start and grow a company. That's for sure. But something you definitely shouldn't take risks with is legal protection. If you're ready to start your business, then the time to secure legal protection is now, and LegalZoom can help. LegalZoom offers affordable legal protection you can trust. Ready to start and maintain your business with incorporation and LLC filings, trademarks and copyrights? They've got you covered. An important note, LegalZoom is not a law firm, but they can connect you to an attorney and provide self-help services at your specific direction. For even more savings, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. If you're a parent or entrepreneur, don't wait any longer. Call or visit LegalZoom.com and protect what's yours. If you're like me, then you love hearing about deals with no strings attached because today there simply aren't too many deals like that around. Audiobooks.com has over 40,000 titles for you to choose from, including some of your business favorites like the 4-Hour Workweek and Crush It. Plus, you can sample as many titles as you'd like for free, no strings attached. Audiobooks.com also allows you to listen to your audiobooks instantly from anywhere. How? Just download the audiobooks.com app from your Apple or Android device for offline listening anytime. Oh, I get it. Not a fan of listening to audio on your smartphone? No problem. You can stream using your PC or tablet instead. Looking for great membership benefits too? You'll not only get one audiobook every single month, you'll also enjoy 33% off each additional title that you listen to. Ready to get started? Sign up today and get your first book for free. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire.
Now let's move on to my favorite part of the interview, the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yes. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I was trying my hardest to be an entrepreneur, but what wasn't working is that I could not find a profitable model. I was trying lots of stuff, but (laughs) nothing worked. What is the best advice you've ever received? Someone said that you have to be patient, which I find really hard. I just want to, you know, just work really hard and blast through stuff. So actually realizing that I have to be patient and not just getting really frustrated at myself when things aren't happening as fast as I want has been definitely useful. Elaine, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? I think I'm really stubborn (laughs) and really determined. So that could be good at times and bad at times, but I think it helps when you're an entrepreneur. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yes, there's actually there's one or two that I use that are that are really useful to me. So the first one, it's a website called Sensor Tower, and it's really good for researching app keywords. Um, and then I do a lot of stuff in Google Docs with my team because I have people from all over the world kind of, you know, working for me on different things, developers and artists and PMs and stuff. So we kind of get everything organized there. And then also for app wireframing. So this is when you're actually designing an app and you're just drawing it out in your head before it goes to the artist or the designer. Um, there is a really good app that you can get for your iPad and it's called App Cooker. So I use that a lot. So Fire Nation, you can find the links to these resources and everything that we're talking about here today at eofire.com slash Elaine Heaney. Elaine, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? The one that I'm reading at the minute is called Rework, which is actually really good. There's just, there's so many ideas and every idea is like a page or two long. So you just read it all and you go, oh my God. (laughs) But uh, it's, yeah, it's really interesting. That's a great book from the guys out here in Chicago, 37 Signals. They just, they totally get it. And they're doing some great things with Basecamp and Fire Nation. I know that you love audio. So if you want the audio version of this book for free, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Elaine, this next question is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay, what I would probably do is I would... Um, I go horse riding. I go and I try to find a couple of horses. I'd make friends and get that sort, you know, that part of my life all sorted, get involved in the community, have a bit of fun, chill out. And then probably in the evening, I'd probably start tinkering away and um, boot up my laptop, get a bit of Wi-Fi and start doing some app stuff. Love it. Elaine, that's the beauty of your food and shelter being taken care of. You can do what you're passionate about first and then a little work later. Yeah, of course. It's not about the work. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Elaine, I have just really enjoyed hearing your journey. I mean, I know you're inspiring a lot of listeners out there who aren't starting because they think they have to know something before they start. Well, guess what? You don't. And you can be like Elaine Knew nothing, started, 3 million downloads later. She gets to ride horses and have fun. So, Lane, share with Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. 
best way is to visit my website. So if you go to www.thechocolatelabapps.com, uh, you'll get me. Or probably if you just Google um, Elaine Apps Chocolate or something along those lines, <laughs> Elaine Cho- Chocolate Lab Apps, that'll get me as well. And Elaine, share with us one parting piece of guidance. Just do it. Just you got to make stuff happen. So you need to get your ass in gear and you need to just do it. Love it. Elaine, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been chatting about here today at eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives. Or Fire Nation, just type in Elaine in the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. And Elaine, I just want to say thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Are you ready to start your own business, but you're not sure where to begin? If you're looking for one killer resource to help you along the way, then I'd like to invite you to join me on The Fire Path, where your passion and our guidance unite. Just visit thefirepath.com to sign up for our exclusive weekly email, and you'll receive our most comprehensive business startup series yet. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 